welcome to the Struggle, Seek, Grow podcast, a podcast of encouragement for women who are seeking God's guiding words to grow through their struggles. My name is Nadia Smith. Today, we will be talking about joy and seeing joy when it's sometimes hard to see joy. Sometimes that's why we struggle is because we aren't recognizing the joy that is set before us if we are in Christ and we are faithful to Him. So I want to read from Hebrews 12, 1-2. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. It takes encouragement, those cloud of witnesses that we read about in Hebrews 11, and encouragement from others in Christ. It takes that. It takes laying aside every burden and sin, having patience or endurance, looking unto Jesus and the promise of heaven. It takes all these things working together for us to joyfully endure this life with its peaks and valleys. We can leave none of these essentials out of the equation. They are a must. If you've struggled like I have in the past, then you, like me, probably left something out. Did you neglect letting others encourage you? Did you not lay aside every weight for sin? Were you not patient? Did you not look to Jesus? Did you not have joy? Did you not see the hope of heaven? I know there have been times in my life that I have found no joy to endure some crosses I had to bear. I surely didn't do well to find joy in being alone and away from my family and friends, pregnant, teaching, and a husband off to what soon would be the beginning of a war. I felt as if I was drowning in a sea of deep despair, coming up for breath and then falling under the waves of stress. I fell to my knees those days. Standing felt impossible. Most phone calls were ones of hope that he would be home to welcome his son, and then calls later saying he couldn't be. I pressed on, of course. But finding joy in the midst of emotional and physical distress was difficult. When my husband has been deployed in the past, I didn't see any joy in it in the beginning. How could I be joyful when the one I love most in the world was far away from me? No one to put their arms of comfort around me and tell me it's all going to be okay? No one to laugh with, no one there as a shoulder to cry on, 
no one to bear the burdens of everyday life. How could any of that evoke joy? I surely didn't let it for the longest time. There was joy to be found, but I didn't want to find it at first. But as time marched on, I found it because I made myself find it. Sometimes it's a work to find joy, but it is worth finding. We find joy when we realize that this is working for a greater good. This is working to give us patience and endurance. And we can count it all joy when we go through trials. We read about this in James 1. That's James 1. And in verse 2, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Why? Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. That's why. That's why we count it all joy. But we have to let patience have its perfect work. That we may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. That's what we can count all joy when we face these various trials when it's hard to find joy we can know that it's a testing of our faith and it's going to produce patience and that patience it's what's helping us to become complete where we lack nothing to the cross was hard for Jesus. I'm sure we think about it. We wouldn't think about that as joy. But yet, we are told it was for the joy that was set before him that he endured the cross. The mocking, the scourging, agony, blood, sweat, and tear-drenched Savior knew all of those things were ahead of him before he even hung on the cross. But he counted it all joy. The scriptures tell us exactly that. He saw the end and that produced great joy for him. He knew what the cross meant to us how it would save us and bring us back to him. That is why he had such joy. He saw the end, the beautiful end for those who obey the gospel. For those who die to sins and are buried in the water of baptism and come up as a new creation, having washed away their sins. There's heaven. There's heaven for those that obey the gospel. That's our joyful end. Our crosses are nothing compared to the Lord's, of course. But 
there are some mighty difficult emotionally and physically draining things that we endure or will have to endure as part of living in this world. You know, that's what we must do when we are faced with enduring our own crosses in life. We must see the end. The end is the most beautifully prepared place imaginable if we are a precious child of the Almighty God. How beautiful heaven must be. Sweet home of the happy and free. Fair haven of rest for the weary. How beautiful heaven must be. And our affirmation for the day is... I will choose to have joy as I endure the trials of life and the race to heaven. If you have any questions, suggestions, or comments, please email me at struggleseekgrow at outlook.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share to help other women learn to seek and grow. Until next time, seek joy.